the FT. Amazon is in the news this week. And it's not about the usual issues such as books, phones or even drones. It's about television. Amazon won its first Golden Globes on Sunday and announced it had commissioned Woody Allen to produce a series exclusively for its Instant Prime video streaming service. I'm Henry Mance, Financial Times media correspondent, and I'm here with Matt Garahan, our global media editor. Matt, is this the time when, when Amazon starts coming out of Netflix's shadow? Yes, I think it is. I think that Jeff Bezos has shown over the years that he is willing to bide his time. And then when he does get into an industry, he kind of obliterates all before him. He took his time getting into streaming. Amazon Prime is, has a lot fewer subscribers than Netflix does. But I think the Golden Globes victory this week sent a real message that they are now a real player in media and in television and movies. Roy Price, who's head of Amazon Studios, the sort of in-house production arm, has spoken about blending bits of traditional TV with what he says is Amazon's tradition of listening to its customers. I mean, are Amazon doing things differently that have impressed the TV industry and have impressed producers? Well, they commissioned several pilots a year or two ago for shows which they then put into development and they got their viewers to vote and take part and, and sort of back the shows that they liked the most. That was kind of a departure from the traditional pilot production process. I mean, usually a TV network will, will make a one show or a handful of shows, put the show on the air and if people watch it, then they commission more and if they don't, then they kind of throw it in the bin. Netflix has changed the model. Netflix began ordering full seasons of shows like House of Cards which again was another departure and a huge kind of change for people working in Hollywood. And Amazon's version is slightly different. I mean, they've copied the Netflix model with Woody Allen. They've ordered a full season of a Woody Allen half-hour show, an untitled uh, show, which is probably going to be a comedy of some sort. But this engaging with the audience and with the viewers is certainly a departure from the usual model. Woody Allen is a huge name, mainly obviously and almost exclusively from the film world. A series from him, is it really going to puncture the consciousness puncher, as it were, this very tough market for top-end production? Well, Woody Allen began his career in television 50 years ago. He was a comedy writer uh, for the great Sid Caesar, who was one of the kind of defining comics of that era. He's still one of the sharpest wits around. He has a loyal, dedicated fan base. And I think people will tune in to watch. You never really know what you're going to get with Woody Allen. But he continues to generate real critical acclaim. The issue... I mean, he's been dogged by these allegations which resurfaced last year of sexual abuse, which didn't do his career any favours, I don't think. Um, there's a lot of animosity out there still about William because of those allegations. And, you know, he's approaching his 80s, probably isn't going to be cutting-edge stuff, but he's a real name and a big name in Hollywood. And this certainly burnishes Amazon's credentials as a place where top talent can go to work. I suppose one of the strange things is we don't have many ways of really judging the success of these streaming efforts. Awards such as the Golden Globes they got for Transparent are one way, but we don't have viewing figures. We don't really have very good subscriber numbers. And certainly, as always with Amazon, we don't really see very clear profit and loss calculations coming out for individual services they offer. So how do we know and how can we guess, do you think, whether this is going in the right direction for Amazon and whether it will be successful for them? Well, you're right. They don't break out the numbers. Netflix doesn't do that either. And that's created a lot of hostility in the sort of traditional broadcasting and cable community here. You know, the, the likes of HBO point to the fact that Netflix doesn't break out its numbers. I mean, I think with Amazon and with Netflix, the proof's in the pudding. If they recommission Woody Allen for another series and clearly something is working... Amazon is willing to make a loss, as we've seen over the years on its operations, to build volume and build a kind of a juggernaut of a business. 
that can roll over anything in its way. And I think they're trying to do the same with streaming video. Woody Allen sends a message, a clear message to other directors and other top talent that they are a place that's receptive to interesting and out there ideas. And I think that will shake things up a bit. Just finally, worth noting that that's really in contrast to where they are in, say, the books industry, where they've really come to quite an aggressive conflict, really, with many authors and many publishers. They aren't seen as a force in favour of creativity. I mean, what they're starting to do in TV is to get that reputation as a place that will will back, will invest in creative ideas. And that may start burnishing the whole brand, really. I think you're right. I think their brand certainly suffered during the long fight with the publishers that they've just gone through. You know, high-profile authors of James Patterson and others coming out and you know saying that Jeff Bezos is a terrible human being. He was at the Golden Globes on Sunday and he was being fated everywhere he went. I heard reports from people who were at the parties. I mean, he was greeted like a sort of you know a conquering hero. So his, clearly, his reputation in Hollywood is different. He seems to be able to wear different hats. I wonder what he'll do next. You know, taking on the authors and publishers in the way that he did was was a mistake. Maybe he learned his lesson this time with television. Matt, thanks very much. Thank you very much, Henry. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. In unscripted conversations with investment professionals, you'll hear real stories about successes and lessons learned, informed by decades of investment experience. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. New episodes are available monthly. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes in an episode today. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc. Here at Bellingcat, we get to the bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources, uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface. We connect the dots using social media posts, satellite images, and public records, and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it. The ability to do so is only made possible by our readers, supporters, and community members. Care to join us? Learn how at bellingcat.com.